Welcome to Technotopia, the podcast about better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Ducati's Pierre Giorgio Grossi to talk about self-driving cars and the future of the motorcycle. This is Technotopia. Hey, Technotopia listeners, have I got a story for you. Let's go back to 2014. Two researchers are tinkering with the design for a security robot that will patrol your house and guard your stuff when you're not around. But there was a problem. It wasn't all that much the robot could do to stop an intruder. So rather than simply halt development, the two researchers decided to pivot. And by doing so, they realized they had a device that would create a whole new category in robotics. That story is a sneak peek into the robotics episode of a podcast I just started listening to and I love. It's called Trailblazers from Dell Technologies. This podcast is so good. It's hosted by best-selling author Walter Isaacson, and Isaacson has been one of my favorite authors and thinkers, and he's been writing about technology for decades. In his new podcast, he explores stories of disruption peppered in with insights and lessons from trailblazing guests. To listen to it, I want you to search Trailblazers on your favorite podcast app or stream it on DellTechnologies.com slash Trailblazers. That's DellTechnologies.com slash Trailblazers. Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Pierre Giorgio Grossi. He's CIO of Ducati. Uh, Ducati is a, uh, is a fairly famous brand. Why don't you tell us what you do over there? Well, hi, everybody. Um, well, I'm in charge of IT and digital transformation. Mm-hmm. So it basically means that I'm trying to help the company in both running the classical IT, both for the racing side and for the commercial side of the company, plus helping the company to move uh, better into the new digital space, digital world. Okay, so this is interesting. So Ducati's a, a, a really well-known uh, motorcycle manufacturer. And it's been around for how long? How long has it been around? What's more or less ninety years? Ninety years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're adding, you're bringing digital to uh, to something that was basically put putting along the, the the roads of Florence back in uh, back in the, the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, right? Yeah, that's the idea. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. I mean, uh, we can add a lot of a lot of stuff uh, and and uh, enhance the experience. I mean, for our riders. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell me how um, travel and uh, motorized travel, especially, is changing because of uh, technology? Sure. I mean, uh, first of all, let me say that we have three values uh, as a company. There are styles, sophistication, and performance. Uh, We are, I mean, our DNA is in racing. And uh, probably in the past, uh, that was also the, the thing that was a little bit difficult for us. Uh, to communicate. I mean, performance is not just being fast, but today is being able to manage the bike uh, to have an electronic that anyone can use. So in the past, Ducati was probably associated with uh, with racing, uh, with being fast and also probably being a, a difficult uh, bike. But today with technology, getting technology, I mean, knowing the bike and getting the technology from the MotoGP, uh, we are able to manage that and so we are able to make bikes that are more accessible to anyone. So basically now we have, we have electronic settings on the bike. So if you want to go to the track, you can. But if you want, want to go to the mountain, so to, for an aperitif downtown San Francisco, you can easily uh, ride the bike thanks to this electronic that you learn from the, from the MotoGP side. So that's, that's an important uh, stuff. Uh, another one is that we are adding new uh, components. 
new ideas. We have just announced that we are going to have radars on the bike in the next future. Mm-hmm. It's, it's technology that we get from probably, I mean, from the autonomous driving uh, movement, uh, adapting uh, to the bikes. So the idea is to help the rider to be safer. And so understanding, sensing um, what's around your bike and be able to uh, understand if in the blind spot you have a car or if someone in front of you is braking too hard. And so now the challenge is how we communicate to the riders so that uh, is able to uh, to make decisions and to uh, yeah to be safer. The third one, third technology that is changing uh, is I mean the, the the connected bike stuff. So uh, we are going to launch in the next days the new uh, Ducati Link app that's going uh, to connect to the new bikes, the new Ducati bikes. And so we uh, your bike is going to be part of your ecosystem. And you are going to be able to talk in some way to the bike. We are going to have info about that. And so uh, giving services, you will be able to um, share stuff and to make part of the community. I mean, being a Ducatista, so a Ducati ride is being part of the community. So Mm -hmm. we want to enhance this stuff and uh, be sure that also, in a way, the bike is part of your community. So... How do the uh, how do these bikes how are these bikes going to start talking to each other? You're 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 a CIO of this organization, so you're basically thinking about this all the time. Eventually, there needs to be a way for those radars and all those uh, all those even the social aspects to be able to connect to multiple bikes and also even cars. Is that is that a thing on your? Is that something that you're thinking about, or is it or is it just brand focused right now? Well, I mean, it's something that we believe. I mean, uh, there there will be two kind for me, to kind of connection. So uh, a more social connection. So the ability, the capability to share like you do with your, I don't know, Strava application or something when you mm-hmm. go right, something like that. So that's one model. The other model more related to um, to safety is going to be the vehicle to vehicle or the vehicle to infrastructure uh, kind of um, future, uh, probably enabled by 5G. So uh, for a rider that's looking for safety, uh, uh, being uh, able to understand that behind the corner there is ice or there is an accident is going to be is going to change and is going to save lives. So that's another on top of uh, radars and all this stuff. It's it's going to make the difference. So having the possibility to communicate with other cars, maybe other cars part of our group. So we are part of the Volkswagen group. And so being and knowing that there is an Audi or, or, or a Volkswagen behind the corner that can talk to us and say, to talk to the bike and say, look, there is an accident, slow down. It's a very important stuff. So that's another way in which the bike will be part of a, of a network. How do you get all car makers to be on the same platform? What's that going to require? Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm not exactly the right, the right person. <laughs> I think, I mean, they are working on it. I mean, there are, I mean, the, 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 the government bodies are working on that. There are, uh, all the companies uh, are sitting together and try to find a good solution. But we need also technology. I mean, without 5G, for example, it's going to be very different, very difficult because you don't need, you need, you need to be, you need speed. You need to be reliable and you need speed because if you have to make decisions based on seconds, I mean, you have to be sure that those seconds can be uh, can be done. So, mm-hmm. as a as a IT guy, what 
what kind of technologies are you looking forward to being able to use for for these purposes? Well, okay. Um, well, data, uh, no matter if it's racing or it is um, commercial bikes, it's it's important. So uh, everything that's related to data, so machine learning, analytics, and also um, presenting data in a good way is very important for us. I mean, riding a bike, uh, I mean, you're in kind of noisy environment, you know, so maybe there is sun in front of you, maybe it's raining. Uh, and so when you're going to have the radar, uh, for example, uh, we will have to find a way to communicate to the, to the rider in a nice way, in a good way, so that is not too much, but in a way that we can understand. Uh, um, as I always say, uh, between data and decisions, uh, there is something that is not neutral in between that decision maker. So we have to focus not just on technology, not just on algorithm, but also in the way in which we present this information to the decision maker. That's maybe the rider or maybe an engineer during a, a MotoGP race or a manager in a meeting room. So uh, it will be very important to add this, let me say, human side of the decision making to the equation. Mm -hmm. what, do, uh, what do motorcycles look like in 20 years? Oh. Very good question. I mean, there is a lot of talking about electric, uh, of course. I mean, if if in 20 years there will be a lot of, or mainly just electric cars, uh, probably riders will be more used to it. Uh, you have to think of Ducati uh, not as, as a transportation uh, company, more as an entertainment one. So, uh, I mean, our goal is not to move you from point A to point B, or not just to move you, but to uh, enlighten you, to, uh, to give you an experience. So, mm -hmm. uh, electric is for sure uh, an important topic, uh, but still has to be understood how much will affect uh, Ducati. Uh, well, another important topic is all the technologies that are going to come from the uh, autonomous uh, driving uh, space. I mean, we already have seen some um, tests here and there. Companies trying to do an, an autonomous uh, self-balancing uh, bike. Uh, again, maybe for a scooter, it's it's interesting. I'm not sure that for uh, a Ducatista uh, is a good stuff to have his Ducati working uh, and riding by itself. It's probably more uh, that you have to have fun riding your bike but still mm -hmm. the technology is very very important as i said for the radar i mean if there will be technology there will be surely technologies that will help cars to to drive uh, and this gonna help um riders to be safer so if not if, if not autonomous bike maybe a safer safer bike and also uh, easy to use bike if uh, if the if the car or the bike is autonomous, do you really need a brand anymore? Do you think do you think we're going to still have brands over the next couple decades? Well, it depends on your purpose. I mean, if you are an, I mean I mean a company that wants just to move people here and there, I don't know. Uh, but if you want to if you want to have fun, if you want to be part of the community, I mean, being a Ducatista means being part of the community. I mean, people is meeting, is meeting online, is meeting offline, is having fun together. They go riding together. That's something that is attached to a brand and the passion of a brand. So it's not just uh, riding, it's being part of, of a family. So in that case, I think that brand will be very, very important. Mm -hmm. 
but is it if we're if we're all just hopping into any car that drives by and this is this is assumes a whole bunch of changes in the in the self-driving car industry right we're just yeah. hopping in any car that drives by doesn't matter who makes it well maybe uh, from a, <laughs> for, yeah i mean from a, from a driving point of view yeah Yes, I mean uh, the, the question is what are the services and what I'm going to do while while the car will drive itself, mm -hmm. and there maybe it's the, where the uh, there will be room for improvement, room for the for the for the brand. I mean, how can I uh, give you a better service, cheaper service, uh, entertainment, or any kind of things that you are going to do while the car is going to drive itself? So. So Ducati is going to offer uh, offer limoncello and uh, and some uh, and some I don't know mozzarella while you drive around and then uh, and, and then Yamaha is going to have something different. Uh, yeah, well, I mean uh, now uh, it's buying a Ducati or a Yamaha. It's a, it's another completely another story. Mm -hmm. uh, so probably uh, if the cars will drive themselves, uh, companies will differentiate uh, for for what they give uh, on top of moving you around. Interesting. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's uh, I've been trying to get somebody to p pin down on that because nobody's really uh, nobody's really talked about what happens when there's no when there's no differentiation between the vehicle that you have. But if, I mean, I guess if it becomes an experience experiential uh, tool exactly. as opposed to a driving tool, then it's a whole different animal. Yeah, what, or, or just just just. I mean, also the services. I mean, if if you're going to work, so mm -hmm. your commute. The, Maybe it's not in experience in the sense of having fun or something like that. Maybe giving you good tools for for working or or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a completely new 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 work. What does your day look like in twenty years? What is your what is your day going to work? Are you still going to be you're going to still be building uh, systems for motorcycles? You are you in love with that that uh, aspect of it, or is there something that you're looking uh, forward to? So I, I'm, are you asking to me as, as a person or as, as a, a person? As a person, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in love with technology, uh, so I, I'm a geek inside. So I will look for for the next challenge. I mean, I think that the machine learning, uh, all the stuff related to machine learning uh, in computer vision, in audio, and augmented reality, all these topics are going to be there for years, uh, and that's an interesting topic. I, I would love to. Um, explore so I, I, anything around data algorithm and um, giving sense to all these data. So that's uh, that's what I'd like to do. Maybe we just ride motorcycles in VR in the future. Yeah. Well, that's could uh, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you still like to get on top of a on top of a regular one and, and drive around. Yeah, because it's very physical. I mean, it's very analogical. That's, that's the good stuff of. The sensation that a bike can give you. I mean, it's it's the wind, it's it's the sun, it's also the rain. So we can enhance this experience through technology. Uh, we can expand in time. So we we see a moment in which you are going to talk with your bike when the bike is in your garage, and maybe your your bike and my bike are going to organize for us a trip uh, next weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can extend it, but still. Uh, the feeling of riding a bike, the wind, and, and those sensations, uh, I mean, I think you are going to um, test and, and to experience that with a real bike and not with a VR bike. So the desire for a human, a human experience with the bike is, uh, is far more, is going to be far stronger than, a, uh, than anything else that's out there. Yeah, I think for, for, a, for a Ducati, yes. Again, if you are talking about uh, scooters, maybe it's another stuff, but for a Ducatista, I think 
what 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 it loves is to share uh, a good uh, experience uh, real life experience uh, with with touching with the with all the physical sensation and hence thanks to technology so it's not just a safety but it's also i mean more information maybe we are going to have beautiful helmets with a lot of information there i mean futuristic stuff that are going to be probably in uh, everyday's phone in the next few years if you listen to what apple is i mean the rumors and something like that so mm. uh, but still physical all right very very cool all right, so this is a uh, this is an interesting thing. I'll I'll we're gonna I'll, I'll see you in the next uh, in the Ducati self driving motorcycle experience uh, in the, in fifteen years. We'll both ride to work together on a on a, on a virtual motorcycle or something. <laughs> okay, but also for a for a real ride. All right, all right, Here, Giorgio. Thank you for joining us on Technotopia. This has been uh, very cool. Thank you, John. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the Internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com Technotopia is presented by your host, John Biggs. It was produced by Rick Barr of Bar 26 Entertainment at ricksvoice.com. It appears every Friday at noon, and we're always looking to talk to interesting people. Tweet at John Biggs if you'd like to join us on the show.